As we're nearing Rosh Chodesh Nisan, we'd like to talk a little bit about the month of Nisan itself and the things preceding it, and then we'll move back into the details of Bedikas Chametz. So, number one, we know that there's a din with Pesach 30 days before to discuss the halachas because Pesach includes so many, so many various different halachas that don't apply the rest of the year and we tend to forget. It's always good, even if you're not hearing actual new information, we forget things from year to year. This is the reason why Zachar is repeated every single year because otherwise it'll be Tishkach, it'll be forgotten. So we must review even the basics every single year and that's done from 30 days before. When we come to the halakhas of Pesach, the first thing that comes up is ma'ayis chitin. We mentioned it briefly. We'll talk a little bit more in detail. Ma'ayis chitin is the understanding that Pesach is expensive. People have to get rid of any chametz that they already have, any food, kidneys, etc. They have to start fresh, clean, get everything new. Pesach is extremely expensive, and therefore it's an ancient minig Yisrael to support our neighbors during this time of year. How much should one give? As much as you could. There's no specific amount. Everybody, kafi, erka, everybody according to their finances should be giving this. I want to share with you just an idea. The Haftorah to Shabbos HaGadol actually speaks about Meiser. And Rav Yaakov Emden says, that's a great thing for Shabbos HaGadol, Drasha. Speak about Meiser and the importance of giving to those less fortunate for you. That's the message of Shabbos HaGadol. Well, if Mois Chitim, we start way before Shabbos HaGadol because if we'd wake up Shabbos HaGadol, time, it'll be pretty pretty much too late for any of the you know, less fortunate people to do their shopping. So therefore, from the beginning of Nisan, we speak about giving ma'ishitim. Can you give ma'isir? Absolutely. It's not its own separate mitzvah like matanas lavyanim, and therefore you could use ma'isir to give ma'ishitim. Who do you give to? There's a specific focus of people of your own community. That could be people on your block, people of your shul, but people of your own community. And there's a lot about this. People that live in a community for 30 days, they are valid recipients. Or if somebody just recently moved on to your block, which is a common thing before Pesach, a lot of people move into a, a fresh new home so they don't have to clean it, and they move in right before mm-hmm. Pesach. If their intent is to remain there, it's not just a temporary visit. People buying a home and moving in right before Pesach, even though they weren't there for 30 days yet, are valid recipients if they are people who are not people of means. So therefore, reach out, give to them. If you're embarrassed to give to them or they'll be embarrassed to take from you, reach out to the Rav or whatever it is, and that's a great way for them to receive Ma'ayis Chitim. Rabbi Yaakov Emden does add that it's a special time to give Meiser um, because we're judged for grains on Pesach time. So he says, if you want that uh, special bracha for your banasa, for your mezayinais, this is the way to do it before Pesach. Give plenty of that to others, and HaKash Baruch will shower you with bracha as well. The entire Chayidosh Nisan is considered a holy month because the first 12 days was the inauguration of the Mishkan. Each and every Nasi from the Shvatim brought a carbon on that day. And that dedication carbon made it a yomtif for that Nasi. And uh, I guess his tribe, the whole Shevet, went along with that. It became considered days of Kedusha, holiness, and Yamim Tevim Vaklaiso. The first 12 days and then Erev Pesach itself is considered somewhat of a yomtif because we bring the carbon Pesach that day and the seven days of Pesach and plus Israchag, since the majority is considered a month of Kedusha, so the entire month becomes a part of that majority. The entire month is considered a month of Kedusha. Therefore, we don't fast, even if it's a yard site. We don't fast, we don't say Tachnun. 
throughout the month. However, there are certain exclusions to this rule. We don't fast, but actually on Rosh Chodesh Nisan itself, if somebody feels a need to because of the sons of iron that died, there is that availability they could fast, which is against normal approach to Rosh Chodesh in general. We never fast on Rosh Chodesh. But Nisan, we don't fast on Rosh Chodesh. If somebody wants to fast with another review, they may. Other things that have fast on this, of course, the Tainus Bukhirim on Arab Yom Kippur, Achasin and Kala on the day of the Chuppah, fast during Nisan. And if somebody has a very scary uh, dream that has a bad omen, they are allowed to fast for that on Nisan. And if they do, they don't need to fast as a Kapara for it. As a matter of fact, if somebody has a terrible dream on Shabbos during Nisan, and they want to fast for that on Shabbos, they are allowed to fast the following day on Sunday for fasting on Shabbos. Similarly, we don't fast on Erev Rosh Er, which is Yom Kippur Katan. We don't do it because it's still part of Nisan, and it's a very happy holy time.